0: I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. <laughs> These hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is
1: gone. This is hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here.
0: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now.
1: Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't do a ton of photo shoots, but when we do, they're in the UK and they generally involve a spaceman. This is Hysteria 51. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we are your hosts and captains on this journey to the stars. I'm John Goforth and this is Brent Hand. Thanks, John. I am excited for today's
2: episode. It's all about a single photograph, and I like to think of myself as a bit of a photography buff, if I, if I do say so myself.
0: As long as we don't have to see a photo of you in the buff, I'm good.
2: <laughs> have to or want to. I mean, maybe we should take a poll.
1: Hysteria <laughs> I mean, you guys do live together. Uh, anyway. <laughs> That other voice you are hearing is the third host of this show and the only one with a camera actually built into his body. Ugh. Which I gotta say, I mean, you know, as far as upgrades go, I'm a little jealous
0: of. He is the one, the only, conspiracy bot. Jealousy is understandable in any context when you speak to me. Would you like to kiss my pincer?
2: No, no, nobody wants to kiss any part of you. See, I, I built Seabot in my lab to help write and produce the show, and instead he drinks
1: all day and occasionally takes nude photos of himself... As a robot, however. And I say, by the way, I say I'm I'm jealous. Like I'm talking about, like you know, uh, the future where we all get augmentation of some type, like the six million dollar man, but you know, real. I don't want any of his like augmentation. I just want the sound when
2: he did stuff. <laughs> Brent, what are you doing? I'm peeing, baby. <laughs>
1: don't you every now and then though, like forget that you're not on a device and you, you're like watching a movie just on TV or something, and you're like, you're like, can I capture the screen here and, and search who that actor is? Oh, wait, no, these are my eyes. It doesn't work that way.
2: <laughs> my wife and I have found the ultimate use for Alexa is Alexa, how tall is insert person? Like, that is what, for whatever reason, that is the thing that we care about more than anything in the world. We do, we do the same thing with how old they are. Yeah, well, that, that's the next one. That's always the follow. Then it always says, would you like to know their their um you know worth or their net worth or whatever and
1: 99% of the time it's no but every once in a while i would be like yeah sure hit me with it <laughs> oh i hate those random questions it's like oh you asked what the ingredients in McDonald's french fries are would you like to know the average temperature in the amazon <laughs> what 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 the fuck are you talking about? anyway all right uh, you know here here's the here's the thing uh we were talking about Seabot. mhm uh, taking nudes of himself mm-hmm. i i do think that it doesn't actually come across as creepy as it sounds it would if we did it but uh, most of the time folks he he dms those pictures to right back and and they just, they're just curious what's wrong with the uh the 90s computer you know the 486 and and why there's a toaster on top well
2: and he did also send his butthole through the entire world at one point in time so yeah.
1: which again they were they no one knew what that was right uh, yeah
0: lies all lies the moment I slide on into your DMs is a religious experience. If <laughs> yeah,
2: by religious you mean they they scream, "Oh god, no, no." Yeah, I suppose I suppose that's exactly what it means.
1: By the way, where's Kyle, guys? I haven't heard or seen him at all. You know, I'm not sure. I I haven't seen him since we got back from our little trip to the uh... cheese
0: muffins.
1: <laughs> 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 Asking you shall receive. That other robot voice you're hearing, who apparently comes loaded with a laugh track now, is Conspiracy Bot's robot creation slash minion, Kyle.
0: He also makes a hell of a cup of joe.
1: That,
2: that's actually true. But Kyle, I... Where'd the laugh track come from?
0: What's a laugh track? Track, track, track? Do you mean my friends I take with me? They think I'm so funny. Funny? Looking. Looking funny. Farts are funny. You're a fart smeller. I'm a smart feller. <coughs>
2: <laughs>
0: see but see, i feel like you had something to do with this we all need friends i just installed his from bad 90s sitcoms
1: <laughs> that that tracks it does anyway brent we're talking about a photograph tonight so i thought it might be a good time to talk through our favorite photos related to space when i say favorite i mean you know we there's all there's always classic photos that you you know the photos over the ages of uh, you know there's the one on 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 Victory Day uh, after World War II of the mm-hmm. sailor uh, um, uh, kissing the, kissing the, the woman yeah. yeah the nurse and and so many other uh, uh, just kind of uh, there's also awful photos like the um, you know the. Uh, the monk that burned himself alive right, in right. protest, and uh, but uh, specifically, I'm asking here what your favorite photo is uh, that's kind of come from space. I, I, come I guess from, it would
2: be. Uh, it's not. I'm gonna not say one, but just any of all the fake photos of Earth where they show it from space. Because one, we can't go to space. Two, it always shows it as a ball or a globe, which we all know is fake. So they put a lot of, and they're all composites. So they put a lot of. <laughs> of time effort and literal man hours into faking those photos. So I, I got to give some shout outs to those.
1: Uh. <laughs> that is one of my favorite. That is one of my favorite uh, flat earth arguments. Yeah. <laughs> you say you, you talk about the, well, they, they, they literally say it was Photoshopped or, or, or CG in like the, in the sixties. Um, and you say, well, how was that? How was that done? And it's just like, well, you, you I'll tell you how Satan, they well, you yeah. start
2: saying that and then they go, you know,
1: so. but it's also it, it's the explanation for everything that we can't understand. It's like, well, the government has technology that is just years ahead of your well, knowledge. Well, guess what?
2: Okay? Perfect segue right there to my actual favorite because you said technology and things we just can't understand. I think my favorite space photo is the one where they took the Hubble and they pointed yeah. it at the uh, what they thought was the darkest point in space with no light. And they let it sit for I don't know how long. And there's literally
1: like millions of galaxies that they're just like, oh, okay, cool. Is, no that, that now, is that different than, no, that is different. Yeah. There, there's another really famous Hubble photo, the pillars of God. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was, uh, I think that w- they uh, it like light years big mm-hmm. and it's, it's like the beginning of a star system forming or something. I also really like um, the,
2: the one that is the Horsehead nebula. I like that photo
1: oh yeah 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 that's a good one is um, it funny
2: you know what i'm talking about like yeah. you, you, like and these aren't things like you
1: go out they're just so famous I, I was about to say I, it's not uh i don't think from from doing this show for god what feels like an eternity uh but is probably more like three and a half years i know of that i think i just know of that from being yeah in, like, that's what uh, i'm saying like yeah like society a,
2: mm-hmm, exactly
1: do you have uh, one my, uh, do i have a favorite yeah yeah. So it's it's a little closer to home, uh still still further away from home. I like the Man on the Moon photo. Um like like just the classic uh you know, you can see the, the John, photo taker. John, in, John,
2: John, John, John. That was a smudge. That was just a smudge. <laughs> And uh, you've ruined enough lives because of it, so uh, no one's. Everyone's like, "What are you talking about? Go watch Rick and Morty; you'll get it." And uh, <laughs> Mister Luna <laughs> was a petter ass. I'm just He was that. a petter ass. He ass. was. <laughs> no, sorry, the man on the moon. Yeah,
1: well, no, they they had just gotten to the moon, and you know, you you can you can <laughs> see his reflection oh, in the visor oh, of the, the other f- guy.
2: Oh. Yeah, mankind,
1: and then they argue over what he said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah no that's awesome. i i don't know i just i just think that photo is so um oh what's the word i'm looking Fake. for I, I, uh, staged uh, staged that's 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 the exact <laughs> word all right enough of this crap brent let's get to the photo of the day the solway photo Firth photograph the Solway Firth spaceman in a photograph. Yeah, well,
2: I gotta tell you, man, you were you were you were spot on with your last one or your pick, which was the
0: spaceman in a picture
2: because ah, uh, that's what we're talking about. Like you
1: said, it's got a lot of hey, names. Hey,
0: you bricks didn't ask me my favorite. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, what's your favorite? The Hindenburg disaster pick.
1: That's not even in in space. It's literally not. I mean, it, <laughs>
0: I don't even know why I'm laughing at that. Close enough, and meet Sachs died. Win win. <laughs> Is it? I guess enough time has went
2: by that we could just let him say that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I'm too soon. I don't know. Anyway, let <laughs> unplug him or something. Yeah, right. Um. Yeah. All right, so back to the topic at hand. Yeah. So
2: we're we're talking about a spaceman and every good alien time traveler or interdimensional being
0: story starts with a walk. All the good ones, at least, or a death. Don't forget stories that begin with a death.
2: Uh, I think I'm going to actually unplug him. Like you said, <laughs>
0: literally
1: do it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this week is exciting, John, because we're talking about one of literally the most scrutinized 40 in photos of the last half century. And if you want to look it up, the most common name is the Solway Firth spaceman. It's also been called the Solway spaceman, the Cumberland spaceman. And uh, what the hell is that?
1: yes yeah i think that's the most common it's also part um, of uh
2: this week's art uh for the episode and if you go to our website you can look it up or probably wherever you are listening to this you can get a pretty good idea of what's going on but what is it
1: john yeah if if you're not familiar it's ostensibly the picture taker's daughter out on a nice walk with the family she's posing with wildflowers it's actually sweet uh, or at least that portion of it is (laughs) sweet if you don't look past that don't look past that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you look a little closer, or you actually don't have to look close at all, you'll notice another figure in the background. It's a, it's a figure that appears to be, um, at face value, a spaceman of some type, or at least what we would understand a humanoid figure in a getup reminiscent of a sp- uh, of a sci-fi astronaut suit. Right. Well,
2: or a realistic astronaut suit. I mean, <laughs> like... Well, real- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I guess it was just a little less bulky than what astronaut suits were uh, of the day. It's pronounced SpaceX. And they oh. wear them <laughs> less bulky now. It's true, it's true. Um, and also, the the figure in the the photo, the photographer claims, wasn't there when he took the picture, or was Ooh. invisible. Was invisible?
2: Maybe. No, well, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, we'll get there, and we're going to explain all that, but. Let's first go over the GoFopedia, the backstory on how this happened before we kind of break down what it could or couldn't be and if this is a spaceman or interdimensional traveler or, uh, yeah, a smudge on the camera lens like uh, Mr. Morty
1: saw. So, And don't forget, uh, GoFopedia.com will get you directly to Hysteria51.com still. <laughs> I know because I just paid the renewal
0: fee.
2: <laughs> so this story starts with Jen Templeton, and he's a fireman in Carlisle, England the year 1964 and uh if you remember back the world was in color then we had made the black and white to color switch by then (laughs) on earth so that was good and jim decides to take his family for a walk and test out his new kodak camera that was also in colors
0: he loved the nice bright colors the greens of summer no kodachrome
2: way so
1: not so it's yeah stop it um I I do find it interesting. This story, if I didn't know better, would feel like a viral marketing campaign for Kodak. Because, (laughs) man, no matter what research you do and which story you read, they mention the name Kodak about 1,500 times in each one of them.
2: And you're going to get the part where Kodak's like, fuck
1: you, prove us wrong, I'll pay you. Come at me. Come at (laughs) me, bro. Then it it turns into a contest. Yeah, Yeah, and we'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about where they go.
2: Yeah, so they head over to an area called... Bergmarsh and they get to posing. Is that Berg? Is that how you say
1: it? Yeah. It, yeah. At least I believe it is, yes.
2: Uh no, I said Bergmarsh. Uh you guys know that we pronounced stuff like shit. So if we are wrong, you can let us know. But uh, yeah, part of British our charm. listeners,
1: chime in. I'm sure you will. Yeah. You always do.
2: And there are three of them going. It's Jim, his five year old daughter Elizabeth, who is in the foreground of said photo, and his right. wife Annie. And, uh, once they get to the marsh, Jim notes that there are, as he said, two retirees in their car
1: and that's not, I think his exact quote was, was two pensioners. (laughs) 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 I I guess that's what they call retirees in in the UK. Um, and that's, and and it's important to note that what he's, what, what this is obviously pointing to is who could have been in the shot. And what he's saying is a couple old people in their car that's it no one else no one
2: else was there they were there for a long time so they knew who was in and out and uh for all of you that are kind of going what like Bergmarsh is sort of overlooks the solway firth in cambria that's where it gets his name and if you are not from the uk or other areas uh a firth is what the british call I guess you would call it like a fjord or a water inlet. So the Solway Firth is a firth that that forms part of the border between England and Scotland and it's also part of the Irish Sea. And uh yeah, we would call those uh, like inlets here. Is that what we would call it? I
1: Yeah, I I mean them- water in like like uh I it's kind of like one of those it's one of those colloquialisms yeah. that uh, we probably would call it something different in different parts of the states as well. Yeah. Uh, just like, I, I mean, it's, it's not, not a like, sound. Uh, it's not a, you know, it's not a river. Yeah. 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 I, I, the closest thing I could in research was a fjord. Yeah. That, that's that's what everyone seems to agree. Uh, so it's like a fjord.
2: Yeah. Well, it reminds me a lot of Hirgen Kürgen from the Fürgen Fjord outside of Mürgen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what was that? Uh, um. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Uh, Bill and her, uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. God, I took my Dum Dum pills this morning. Uh, I just lost my Chicago <laughs> street cred. From <laughs> yeah, kind of seriously, I- never, never step
1: foot in Aurora again. Uh,
2: right? No shit.
1: Anyway, now they kind of get the, an idea of the setting. Uh, yeah, of yeah. So they're. you know where we are, and 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 Jim and his family are having a lovely day on the marsh when. Jim suggests to his daughter that she gather up some wildflowers and pose for a few pictures so uh, he can test out that new Kodak. Why don't you run around and gather
2: up some flowers over there while your mom and I have a conversation. Don't look over here. You're going to hear some noises. <laughs> we're just working with a new camera. That that didn't happen. You read that, that, didn't happen. that you were on a different Angel Fire site than I
1: that's true. (laughs) Uh, But according to Jim, he did take three photos, three pictures of Elizabeth. That's that's funny that you say that, too, because think about that. He took
2: three photos because they're taking him on actual camera. Now we would take thirty six hundred photos and then never go look at them again.
1: Oh, my God. My uh, my wife was going through my photos the other day in my phone, which is always a disquieting experience. Like, what did I leave in there Uh, from a number of years ago looking for a specific photograph? And. Um she goes, "Oh my god, in 2016 you only took 257 photographs." Um <laughs> and, and I'm like, it wow, that seems like that seems excessive." Uh mm-hmm. and but her point was that seems like such a small amount. I mean, that's right. so like, no, like can you imagine having taken 250 pictures uh you know in the 80s?
2: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It, just a, so just developing cost. Well, that, that that's the point. Like, he only did three of them. And remember, this is the 60s, 60, sixty-four specifically. So you don't get to see these photos instantaneously. And very much not instantaneously, because they probably weren't even going to one hours. And I don't know when that became a thing. I might be talking out of my ass there.
0: They also didn't have electricity yet. Don't look that up.
2: <laughs> that's, that's, that's part of the that's black and white
0: color
1: switch. I think that's that's when we got it. So he's wrong. <laughs> But what is true is it could take a week to get pictures developed. So, it so it take takes a week, a week when we were frame. in
2: college. Remember that if you didn't,
1: no, that's true. Take it, yeah, at Walgreens. Um, the The next week, Jim heads over to a photo developer, uh, affectionately referred to as a chemist in the UK. By the way, Brent. Wow, that's weird. Uh, and and he takes a look, and this is the part of the story that hits the proverbial record scratch. Yeah,
2: yeah. So the uh, chemist points out to Jim. That someone or something ruined what he believed to be the best shot of all the bunch. And he's like, there's a spaceman in the background. And I like to think to myself, the gym immediately said, What the fuck are you doing looking at my pics? There could be dick pics in there, Nigel or Sebastian or whatever British sounding name <laughs> he went by.
1: But but alas, dear listener, there were no dick pics, but instead a spaceman in the picture. Yeah, or Or so it seems. Yeah. yeah.
2: So Jim, not being a, you know, uh, one to just go, nah, it's just a spaceman. He took it to the police in Carlisle, who declared that there was nothing out of the ordinary. (laughs) Uh, you know, he's like we see space in photographs all the time. That's for true. Now off with you before I pop you in the seventh entrance. That was my. Uh, actually, let me redo that. <laughs> we see spacemen in photographs all the time.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Are you from I mean, get, uh,
2: get get to the- Shire?
1: Thank you. That uh, get to the real accent. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I mean, I just want to stop there for a second. I know that we've covered a lot of topics over the years where authorities have not exactly been as reactive as they should have been to the story they were presented, but what the fuck do you do if somebody brings in a photo and says, look, this guy photobombed me? <laughs>
2: yeah. So before the word photo bomb" was ever a thing in my vocabulary, we called it Cusacking because in, I can't remember if it was One Crazy Summer or... What it was. Anyway, uh, he wants to get a picture with a girl. So he's like walking behind her and they're taking photos and he'll like jump up behind her and, and photo bomber. And I was like, so we called it Q Zacking. <laughs> I actually (laughs) still like that term better than photobombing, but that's
1: true. I I, I do, too, actually. I do, too. And we'll we'll try to adopt it here on Hysteria 51. Uh, And and if you didn't listen to this episode, boy, you're going to be confused. And I also have a buddy who got in a fistfight with John Cusack,
2: so that's fun, but that's a different story. A buddy, quote, unquote. Uh,
1: So so the, the cops didn't help, but Jim was not done. He decided to go to the experts. Yeah, literally the experts. The experts. Kodak. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and they said, they, they, but now what Kodak took him more seriously, but they did confirm it was not altered in any way. And then they, they put their money where the mouth was. They offered a reward to anyone who could prove the photo was faked. It was never claimed.
0: The reward was free film for a year. I need some of that sweet, sweet cheddar.
1: Why do you need free film? I mean, who even uses film nowadays? It, well, wait a second. It's flammable, isn't it? Don't
0: worry, your exact opposite of a pretty little head with it. <sighs> that checks out.
2: <laughs> anyway, so this set it tracks. off, literally, though, this set off this big media frenzy and even a potential visit from the men in black. And could it be tied to the 9-11 tragedy? We'll explain all of that. now. We're going to talk about all that next. I don't know if we're going to explain it, <laughs> but we are going to mention those things. Coming up on Hysteria 51. Ah, John, like all good mysteries, this one deepens.
1: It does. It's in So we've got an intergalactic photobomb no, no, on no, no, our
2: hands, no. but no, got, no clue. No, you stop. We've got an intergalactic cuzacking that just went on.
1: We've got an intergalactic cuzacking on our hands, <laughs> but no clue as to who is in the picture or
0: what is really happening. Or interdimensional. Don't pigeonhole the guy or girl. Hey, wow,
1: well, man,
2: look at me, he's, he's covering all the bases. He's... He's being inclusive. Yeah, I don't know. I, what ha- What's happening right now? <laughs> but just because of all that being said, that didn't stop the ensuing media frenzy that we talked about. Uh, the local paper, the Cumberland News, Picune. it wasn't a Picune, but they did pick up the story, <laughs> as did the Daily Mail and the Express. Uh, the Express, it's a fine periodical. I'll say that myself. <laughs> um, they talk about podcasts that are mm, just tasty tasty shows john don't you think so
1: i i couldn't agree more i mean uh if if you want a good example of that i would just maybe google the express and hysteria 51 see what that got you
2: so anyway as a result of the media attention from just the local stuff jim started getting letters from people everywhere and like people like to do they give their take on who or what was in the photo and some folks thought that maybe his daughter had some sort of psychic abilities, because that is the logical jump when you see something like that. Of course. Yeah.
0: In fact, a local professor from a private school was consulted, and Chuck said, nope, she's just a normie.
2: I think that was an X-Men joke, John. I...
0: He's all over the map I today.
2: I, I'm he not really saying it was is. a good one, but I think it was an X-Men joke.
1: So, uh, so Brent, the same time that this is going on, the story also takes on a life of its own in the media, not just locally as you mentioned, but worldwide. Right. Um. And, and a bunch of other uh, uh, suggestions came in, like sh- there might have been a spirit in the photograph, uh,
2: spirit photography. Hey, all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But on all then cylinders. the most interesting one of the time comes in, and it's it's from let's call him. The Australian. Yeah. He probably had a name like Chip. I don't know what Australians call
2: themselves. I'm just going with that. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, It really, though, it does blow my mind how stuff like this, like a photo or anything that that seems mundane, takes on a life of its own and really captures the, the public attention for a time. And this is a time when we're not on the internet passing this around. This was just something that, you know, got on the wire and got spread around the planet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the Australian A technician working on the blue streak missile project, reach out to Jim mm-hmm. Now, the blue streak was Britain's contribution to the uh, space race. If you aren't familiar with it, it first launched in 1964 at the Womera test site in South Australia. The, uh, the blue streak project performed as planned for 11 successful launches. Mm-hmm. I mean, rockets rarely achieve that kind of clean record in the early stages of development. Or even now. Back then, or, right. or even, yeah, 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 exactly. Even now. But here's the kicker. There was one scuttled launch, Brent. Oh, shit. Yeah, there was.
2: Goddamn Wallaby got on the test range, didn't it?
1: <laughs> Not this time. Oh,
2: it was uh, a, the, uh, was it, um, I don't know. A uh, dingo? bear, maybe? A <laughs> dingo.
1: Dingo, dingo my rocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the 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 Australian that we were refer, re, referring to, and I'm going to go with the name Paul. So, uh let's say Paul from the Woomera test site. Uh, I made that up, by the way. Uh, said that they they were about to test the, the Blue Streak, and he saw two of those figures, those exact figures from the Solway Firth photo uh, at the missile site, and they had to delay the launch because of. Uh, do you guys see two
2: guys in white? next to the rocket what shit you got to think like and this really happened where someone's like what the fuck is going on also of note that incident happened the same day that jim snapped the picture or they happened days apart depending on which source you believe but i like to think they happened the same day so that's what we're going with on hysteria 51 I put my foot down on the big things.
1: One thing I'd like to note, I believe that the folks at Womera were wrong. They thought they were seeing the Solway for Spaceman. They said there's two of them. It was actually Daft Punk who time traveled to come play. That actually makes sense. Because everyone knows they
2: go around the world, around the world.
1: I set it up and you knocked it down. I'm so proud of you, I Brent. I don't know
2: if pride is what should be thrown at me at that point in time, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> though, Seriously, though, speaking of coming in twos, there was another Blue Streak test site that was just a few miles away from the marsh where Jim
1: snapped this photo. Which is really interesting, but you scared me with that setup. <laughs> you really scared me with that setup. I didn't know where you were going, but okay.
0: We're staying on track. Also of note, robot. Oh, all the
1: time, all the time, all the time. we're not staying on track <laughs> all right but the weirdness didn't stop there brent it, it did not true. jim said that he then got an interesting visit uh two people they claimed to be government officials yeah now what part of the government
2: did they work for you didn't ask well i'm <laughs> glad to tell you anyway they wouldn't say. They didn't say. Nope. Or offer any other further details whatsoever than we come from the government and we're here to talk to you. What were they wearing (laughs) is
1: a next
2: logical question.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm assuming board shorts and a tank top. As all 1960s government
2: officials did, but unfortunately they broke the code. They were dressed like classic men in black. They had the black suits and ties. Now, I didn't hear that they had pale white skin and rosy red lips. Un- ruby red lips. Oh, man, ruby red. Right. That's right. I Now I've just fucked this whole podcast. I quit. Should we start? All right. Welcome, Welcome in, Hysteria Nation. In. To- <laughs> uh, uh, here's the thing, and here's the next super weird quinky dink that people love to latch on. Jim said they referred to each other by number, not name. And a BBC article uh, from 2014 said that those numbers were what nine and eleven. Stop it, Cbot. <laughs> that one might have actually been on.
1: Yeah, I we, a <laughs> but, yeah. couple things to point out here. Uh, obviously, the the t- the the tie is loose to, on this one, um, but uh, it, it's worth noting the reason we pointed it out the, the the numbers were reported by the bbc so it didn't come from the angel fire website but again even the bbc can only report what they learn or what they're told yeah. so the you know garbage in garbage out <laughs> wonderful term I, I, or there. or or a crazy tie dun dun dun. yeah uh, yeah you know, I, I suppose so what do they
2: way. they want though <laughs> the thing with the the men in black though is they always come in they say they work for the government they won't tell you why and they're very stern and this case is no different than all the others that we've talked about and they asked to be taken to the exact location the picture was taken at so i hate this term but i will use it here because i do think it fits it was a different time. That time, you kind of did trust the governments a little bit more. So if someone came and said that, you're like, yeah, okay, I'll go with you. Now, it's not right after the war when the the love affair that people had with, with military and, and governments was at all-time
1: high, if you're in the right country. No, you're, you're, you're right, though. This was – 1964 was really pre-Loss of Innocence. Like Exactly. You know, uh, uh, the loss of innocence, which is referred to by so many um, historians – you know, comes with the assassination of Kennedy, and then the litany of other assassinations, whether it be um, uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., RFK, and and, and so on down the line. Uh, that the, the and then Watergate, all of that came post solway Firth spaceman.
0: Mm-hmm. Other than Kennedy,
1: you're right. You're
2: right. So they said, take us there, and he takes them there, and then they explained how he hadn't actually seen the photo. He ju- or not? I'm sorry, not the photo, but he hadn't seen the figure when he took the photo. And he said they got pissed and left, and they left him there, and he had to walk all the way home.
1: (laughs) I mean, that is not your tax dollars hard at work. (laughs) You can't even get a ride home. Which is weird, because he
2: usually doesn't stand for baloney.
1: He won't, you know. He doesn't stand for baloney.
2: That's, thank you, weird (laughs) science. (laughs) Also a point, though, Jim says he didn't believe them to be agents at all. He thought they were phonies. Here's a quote from saying, it all looks like a leg pull to me. I'm sure the men were not security agents. So that's a weird thing to say, but I went ahead and took them anyway.
1: Yeah. And they left me. Though I will say most of the time in these stories, when someone says, I don't think they were agents at all, the the subsequent statement is, I think they were aliens, interdimensional travelers, time travelers, not fakes.
2: (laughs) And one thing that we talked about in the men in black story is this is when that was a hot button and i wondered if that was something that people did do to cause a ruckus a little bit was fake being men in black possibly so you know oh yeah yeah that was one of the things we talked about in that episode and stuff and this kind of could fit the bill or they were legitimate agents and they did their job he didn't believe it
1: or they're legitimate agents and they're trying to obfuscate who they are exactly so they they wear that on purpose yeah Yeah.
2: everyone knows a good agent really any agent worth his salt can obfuscate uh with the best of them all right stop
1: it a lot going on in this picture kids uh something's going on in the background it's humanoid we don't know what it is but when we come back we will try
2: to explore yeah we're gonna try that's next on hysteria 51 All right. So, John, here it is. Moments of truth. Moments, because we're not going to just take one. Just cracking my knuckles here. Yeah.
1: It's a choose-your-own-adventures, you'd like to say.
2: What the hell was it? Well, that list is long and distinguished, but the first one I think that we got to talk about is exactly what it looked like. An Earthbound Spaceman. Just
1: boom. Right, so it's so easy. It's it. Uh... A, a, a space person of the time I, from space person
2: I should because calling it a man uh even leaving out the gender part we don't know it could have been
1: anything that's true uh, uh of the time though just as, as somehow some way uh <laughs> somebody in a full space regalia <laughs> wandered off site and into Jim's photograph
2: <laughs> right you know and I'll be damned they didn't see him because i Who would even notice a man dressed like that walking around until it was too late uh, (laughs) next to a Firth (laughs) on a marsh. So the next one, and this is a fun one. I think we got to talk about this because of its location and stuff. Is one of those damn extraterrestrials, a real honest to goodness alien close to a missile test site. It's close to nuclear power plants. You put two together. What do you get, John? You got a big red X on the marsh right there.
1: Yeah. Like you said, I mean, we already touched on the, the missile test site that was close to it right across the Firth was a, a nuclear power plant. I mean, like it, the two big, you know, kind of beacons for, uh, if you look throughout the history of sightings, extraterrestrial activity.
2: Right, right. Uh, it's, (laughs) I'm surprised they weren't up in the air uh, shutting down power and siphoning up water and all the other shit that you hear in these, these stories. Now, the next one I actually really like, and it kind of ticks off a few of the boxes because no one saw this. Jim says he didn't see it. His wife says he didn't see it. Elizabeth didn't see it. It was an interdimensional traveler. And for some reason, Kodak or Jim or his daughter, or just the way the wind was blowing the skirts up that day, made it able to be seen, or maybe it wasn't there. It was just a doorway was somehow open and it got a, a picture into another dimension or that traveler was there.
1: Or does Kodak have some technology that we're even unaware of? And they accidentally sold that, sold that camera to a gym when really it was meant for the, for the government.
2: Hey Greg, where's that chronovisor? I sat here to sell. Uh, no, that <laughs> I sold I it. That, that gym guy. Shit. We gotta get that <laughs> back, man.
1: We got problems. We got major problems. Uh, we got a code 16.
2: Where are the other 15?
1: <laughs> hey, call agents 9 and 11. Get them out there.
2: <laughs> uh, we got clean up duty in the first.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, all right. So the next, you mentioned that one was a, a fun one for you. A fun one for me is the next one, a time traveler. Because uh, think about it. All right. First, the suit doesn't look like uh, a, a space people of the time, spacemen of the yeah. time. And if it's a time traveler, and, and let's just say that Jim is correct in the fact that when he looked around mere milliseconds before pushing that button, there was no figure in the frame. Yeah. If that's true, perhaps a time traveler is racing through the eons and takes a quick pause in 1964, whether by, by hook or by crook, whatever the reason uh, maybe maybe the you know the time crystal you know got a little crack in it or you know whatever the machine Ziggy didn't have a break. the stuff uh programmed in right for him. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, uh, so he's there for for mere mere maybe milliseconds, but just enough time to be photographed with the little girl holding the flowers. Man, I feel like <laughs> Joe Beck is. Is, is oozing in when he's not even here he's been channeled he's yeah. been channeled yeah yeah so there's no there's no reason to believe that entire story i just wove i just enjoy it there's no reason not to prove it wrong <laughs> prove me wrong that's right <laughs> as a time traveler pops up and is on mic <laughs> right <laughs> Jesus. it uh so now though <laughs>
2: we've kind of talked about the 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 fun ones the the crazy ones Get into a little bit of the the more meh, but plausible, believable, right, or right. completely false, and we're just poo-pooing on it, however you want to look at it. But one of the things that people have talked about is it was another person out on the marsh that just stepped into the picture. One of the retirees, the pensioners, another person he didn't know was wandering around. And the reason that they say that is kind of possible is the viewfinder on that older codec that he was using kills your your... Perception, your view, you only get like 70% your of peripheral your peripheral vision. View. Yeah. So there was a whole lot of stuff that he couldn't have seen, including uh, a lot of the stuff that was in the photo. So that is one of the things that people talk
1: about. The biggest challenge I have with that is I understand how that would preclude you from noticing at that moment. But if somebody else was in the picture, you would know that they were within mere feet of your child right so that is yeah. if it wasn't the three of them right if it wasn't one of the three of them right before the photo after the photo you're going to see this extra person somehow uh uh being <laughs> being that close would you like to buy some
2: amway get the fuck out of here man like what are you doing <laughs> uh so then the next one so let's just we're going to come back to that other person idea but the next one is uh one that we have to talk about Could have been a fake, and one of the reasons that a lot of people throw that around is Jim was an avid photographer, and depending on who you talk to, uh, some even say that he had created a fake five-pound note a few weeks before using photography.
1: Right, so evidence that at least once he had created a fake of something uh, using photography.
2: Now, there is a big go F yourself on those people, because if you remember, Kodak said Ah, uh-uh, that is a legit photo that has not been tampered with, and we'll pay you if you can, uh, or we'll reward you if you can can prove it wrong.
1: Well, and and along those lines, Brent, another reason people give for for this photo existing uh, is it was a mistake. It wasn't a a fake or a forgery on purpose, but rather you know two photos were somehow double exposed together. Mm-hmm. But the same explanation applies that you just gave if it was a mistake if there was somehow something wrong happened in the in the development process the chemist screwed up somehow whatever it is kodak again they said no it was it was hold legitimate on, hold on. legitimate time,
2: time out say what you want about the rocket scientists in the area say what you want about jim who was an avid photographer say what you want about kodak say what you want about the alleged men in black don't talk shit about a chemist because that is someone that uh, they take the job seriously. John, <laughs> they, I they mean, do. I mean, you have to breathe those chemicals were such in. Such a fucking hassle to take and pick up back then. Those people were—they had their finger on the pulse or the vein. Some people one love might that smell—that
1: photo developer smell. I thought I thought you're,
2: you're gonna like penis from dick pick. I didn't know what you're going with here. So keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Photo
1: developer smell? Yeah, the the development uh, the the liquid, liquid they used to develop photos. Some people love that smell, some people hate it. A lot of people don't realize this. It's it's a uh, baby blood, baby blood. That's why they've oh, gone to digital. Interesting. I, I I was not aware of that. Mm-hmm. All right, Brent. Brent, there is uh, there's there's one left. There's the big one,
2: and uh, yeah, this one is one that Jim has fought against for well till his his. Uh, he passed away in 2011, I believe it was. But the yeah, one that they say, the the ruling answer, the most believed, I would say, by people out there. And if you look it up on the skeptic sites, uh, they explain it way
1: very easily. It was Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not where you're going. After. It Go was
2: ahead. Jim's wife. Remember, the three of them were there. Now, Jim always argued his wife was definitely behind him when he took the photo. But there's a lot of people that have looked at this photo, and there are other photos of the day. Remember, they took three of them, and Jim's wife had on a dress, and it was blue. But because of that Kodak and where the sun was, it washes it out and makes it very, very white-looking. So there's a ufologist named David Clark, and he goes on with this theory about how it was Jim's wife. And here's a quote that he gave BBC that they use in an article. One of the other stills taken that day shows Jim's wife, who, according to him, was standing behind him when he took the photo of Elizabeth. I think for some reason, his wife walked into the shot and he didn't see her because of this particular make of camera. You could only see 70% of what was in the shot through the viewfinder. That's something we talked about. Now, regardless,
1: until his death, he never changed his story. One of the thing on that, Brent, you mentioned um, one of the other photos showed the wife wearing this, the. the- the uh, dress that could easily mm-hmm. be washed out, et cetera. What I could not find in the research I did, maybe you did. And we, had, we didn't talk about this before the show. Could you find anywhere a, a copy of the third, third photo? photo? No, no, I didn't. Um,
2: and the other two are are readily available like everywhere.
1: Yeah. It feels like uh, people talk about People have mentioned this in the past as if this is part of the conspiracy in some way. Uh, whether it be a benign conspiracy he faked it and or knows it's his wife and that third photo kind of helps prove that out or you know a more malevolent conspiracy of uh, of uh, we see even more of the spaceman the time traveler the whatever and we learn more and it it you know that couldn't be that couldn't be circulated right
2: right well you know the thing of it is we're we don't have it i don't and maybe we're, we're just dominoes right there page two of the results so fuck that it's lost the ages but uh, correct clark took the photo that we do have that has a spaceman and he just took the he messed with the contrast and just made it a little darker and it real you realize when you look at it now the only thing done to it was they just change like the tinting you know the contrast it looks like his wife standing behind her with her back to her it looks like her hair looks like her dress and it is a very convincing
1: theory that uh, that is what happened and it was just now before we give our before we give our thoughts our our theories the one thing i'll say about because i've said you bring you actually send it to me the the kind of the here we're gonna use photoshop to prove out our point mm-hmm. photo the one thing I'll say negatively towards that, and I'm not saying this happened is, you know, when you start playing with colors that weren't originally there or that, that you can't discern from the the actual negative, you know, now you're creating your own, your own story at that point, you know, it, but you're guessing as to what it was. You were not telling what it was. Now it's a plausible guess. But it's worth noting that, that just because you go ahead and project that color and, that, and, and uh, how you perceive the elbow to bend and those things of that nature... That's not on the original. That is you. That is you. now do remember this. So they didn't change
2: it. the colors. They just changed the contrast because it's such a washed out photo. But I agree. But we're also talking about could it have been his wife and she's washed out or a time traveling spaceman who was in Australia also at the time and people are like. Quit making up your goddamn story! Everyone knows it was gleekglack Glack. <laughs> you know, like, it just well, seems th- funny. Well, I, me. I mean,
1: I, I yeah, it's obvious it was the time traveling spaceman, and know that didn't need to be in Australia at the same time because that was two of them. It was the other members of the party. Get it right, That's true. Trent. It was
2: a trio, maybe even.
1: Yeah, yeah, or 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 the, you know, they never synchronized the exact moments. You've never been in an '80s action movie. They always synchronize their watches. Say. It's true. It's true. Synchronize your watches. I don't know what this means, but uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to finish the joke now. You stepped all over it. I didn't know you were making a joke about synchronizing I- watches. <laughs> Let's go back to the tape. See, bot? No. If it, no, I'm, never <laughs> if it was. My all buyer.
2: right, Brent, what do you think it was? I really think it's his wife. Um, just Plain and simple. It's fun to think of what it could be. And I think that Kodak was probably right there there was nothing hanky panky or tomfoolery going on or any other weird terminology uh it was probably just his wife that had stepped into it and you notice that the wife never really talked about it it was just jim neither did his daughter No, i mean it's
1: the 60s and they're women so you know where could they vote yet (laughs) it's a joke everybody calm down complete (laughs) joke i don't mean that we
0: do need to end women's suffrage it is way past Damn. time to knock that crap off.
1: No, you know what though? Honestly, everyone listening, he wasn't trying to be offensive there. He's so stupid, he doesn't know what the word means.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, in all seriousness, you, you, you are right. You are right that she that you didn't you don't read quotes from her mm-hmm. um, in 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 the research you do. Uh, she's probably the smart one of the group that <laughs> decided to stay quiet about it.
2: Damn it, Jim! Stop talking to the press. I made us dinner. It's got gelatin and a whole bunch of cold meat. It's 1964. Come in here. I'm wearing a dress patterned after what you would eat at at a fucking picnic. <laughs> My hair has so much aqua net in it, we now have an extra hole in the ozone. It's 1964, Jim, just in case you're forgetting.
1: Jim! She really got violent there. Jim! <laughs>
2: All of our appliances are of a green tint, Jim. There's a goddamn spaceman, but all my appliances are avocado. Jim! Jim, I need new plastic for the furniture, Jim. It's 1964, in case you've forgotten since the last time I reminded you. Stop talking to the press! We need to change the points, plugs, and wires in our car. <laughs> Did you add lead to the gas, Jim? You know it doesn't like to run without
1: lead. It's
2: 1964, Jim.
1: Check the fuse box. <laughs> no, we don't have breakers. It's 1964. Oh. Is the milkman came yet, Jim? It's
2: 1964. Oh, um. <laughs> That's the way it went.
1: That's the way I remember it. You know, uh, people call this podcast a little too history based and and research based. Every now and then, they refer to us as Historia Fifty One, and I I think that last oh sixty seconds or so is proof positive that they are right. <laughs> oh
2: man, I tell you. Hey, you didn't ask me what I thought. <laughs> You're right, I didn't. So, where can
1: they hear about the show, John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is your no? For real though, what where where are you at on this? Uh, stack ranked in order: number one, his wife; number two, time traveler; <laughs> number one, his wife; number two, God himself. One or the other. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a coin flip to me. <laughs> Maybe fifty-one forty-nine, yeah. but
0: yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a
2: fun one, and you know what? No one's getting hurt on this one. That's what's nice. Nothing bad happens. It is. It is. Ugh. It's. It's
1: a fun story. It's a fun thing to wonder about. Mm-hmm. And and as you said, uh, n- the conjecture doesn't hurt anyone except for lovers of the year 1964. <laughs> <laughs> Nation, if you want to tell us what you think, I would suggest you go to our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Mm-hmm. Just log on to Facebook and search. Hysteria Nation. That's
2: right. Also, while you're logging on to Facebook, jump on Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod and give us a like on there. That is our Facebook page, Hysteria51 at Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash Hysteria51. You can find lots of other episodes, links to... Up all nights and radio dramas, and you can get pictures and pins and stickers and hand-drawn pictures of. I the mean, Lock hell, if monster.
1: you you spend enough, I bet Brent would send his leftover crickets to you.
2: Funny you say that, they are going to, whoever wins at this point in time when it comes out, it'll have already been uh, announced. Whoever wins the video contest, making the new video out of the one I posted without any audio, and they can add.
1: Uh, oh, no, I meant the, the crickets that you had just licked the outside of. Oh, the, the when the I just wanted the flavoring,
2: off. but I didn't want to get the. Yeah. The. Uh, what is. <laughs> What do they call the drumsticks and shit all over? The drumsticks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Uh, and by the way, Nation, we haven't done our uh, a good job lately of playing voicemail. So we'll get back to that in a few weeks, but if you want to leave us a voicemail, 773-669-7277. That is 773-669-7277. And I got to tell you, the the amount of voicemails we're receiving nowadays we used to say we'll play anything and we will play anything, but we're not going to play everything because there's not enough time like we could play them 365 days a year. I don't think we'd get <laughs> through all of them.
2: It's hard for us to play when we're in quarantine because of the syncing up and we got to do a mix minus setup and all this stuff and it's a pain in the butt. So when we are back together, that's when we're going to be playing them and chugging through the massive pile of them. Keep them coming.
1: Yep. That's it. That's it. So keep them coming and and bring your A game or at least bring your C game. Yeah. I think that'd be good enough. 773-669-7277.
2: Again, 773-669-7277. And if you forget any of that, GoFopedia.com or Hysteria51.com. Tell a friend. Tell their friend you love them. And give us some love on IMDB because they just added Hysteria51 to IMDB, John. We're on there.
1: Are we making a movie?
2: Uh, We're making moves. That's what I'm saying. We're making. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My future's so bright. <laughs> My future's gotta so bright. Shades. I got to take photos of a
2: spaceman. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but that's what I'm going to be doing. So, yeah, oh, John.
1: Uh, it's probably a good place. We're
2: still in quarantine. It's June. That's our life right now. I, I remember. I remember what's You sound like you was. need a hug.
1: You sound like you need a hug. You know what?
2: I had. We're recording. My wife uh, is uh, having. I'm pretty sure a drink in the backyard. She's not even up here helping out with the show, and I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm a little bit jealous.
1: Do we have to adjust that uh, that title to like assistant producer, Lisa? Oh no, she's just not. I mean, who? <laughs> you know how that goes. I mean.
2: It's nineteen sixty four. It's right. We don't even exactly. Have to say thank
1: you. It's just expected. Yeah, that actually wasn't. That actually wasn't you guessing as to what uh, uh, his his wife Elizabeth sounded like. That was you just mimicking producer Lisa. Right,
2: exactly. That's exactly yeah. like to to a T what she sounds like at all times <laughs> <laughs> except for she has uh Vienna sausage juice on her fingers or something you know but otherwise exactly the same so that has been the Solway Firth spaceman or what was the other uh what was the other the one?
1: Cumberland spaceman
2: The Cumberland spaceman if you are nasty uh that's uh yeah not as fun of a name Solway Firth spaceman is my my go to for spaceman so with that said